0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. And as we come to the end of this formal sitting period, I invite you to continue practicing in a relaxed, easy, comfortable way. And I'll offer some reflections in a bit of a slower, more spacious way. You can just settle back and see if anything feels relevant to you in your own practice. See if anything Resonates and just see how it lands for you. No need to do anything with with any of it. Just remembering the simplicity of the Satipatthana instructions. The instructions on the establishing of mindfulness, which say to recognize however it is, not trying to create pleasant experiences, not trying to avoid unpleasant experiences, just a simple knowing, a simple recognition of whatever is naturally arising. This, whatever this is, whatever is present in this moment, is simply an experience that we can know. It's all included. There's nowhere to go in the practice. And it doesn't go anywhere but here. We don't land anywhere or arrive anywhere. Just being here now. Is the mind trying to get somewhere? Trying to land somewhere? Trying to get it right? Trying to do the practice? Of course, This is just the momentum of the mind's habit patterns arising and being known. All of these worlds that the craving craving mind creates are just part of the passing show. Just another experience that's included in what we can know in our practice. You don't need to try to know everything that's happening in experience. Just the, the simple awareness of what is naturally obvious. We can just let it all be as it is, be natural, and lightly recognize however that is, moment to moment. No need to try to look for subtle objects or create subtle perceptions. No need to try to look for objects at all or looking for the awareness to feel a certain way. And yet, our minds are conditioned to try to make these things happen. So when the mind is looking, is trying to see, looking for something, trying to make something happen. That is also just an object being known, just nature unfolding, just a part of the passing show that we are observing and receiving. Just this simple, natural awareness of what is already happening. Oftentimes our experience can feel diffuse or vague. We don't need to try to di- to see or discern objects clearly, or make our experience feel clear, rather. but We can just know that experience is happening, or know that awareness is there. And that can be enough. Knowing that awareness is knowing, rapidly changing experience. Experience changing so fast that it feels like you can't really identify any particular thing. You can just know this, this changing flow, this experience of unclearness. Unclearness is being known. Or when the mind is foggy, or unsure of what's going on, that can also just be known as it is. We can clearly recognize the experience of unclearness, without needing to try to make it feel clear. We have so many ideas about what our experience should be like in practice, and we can simply include all of this, all of the the trying, the judging, as just part of what the mind is naturally doing. This is part of what we're getting to to learn about, to understand. So in this practice, we're invited to just settle back and relax into receiving the stream of moments of experience that are simply arising and passing, just passing by one after another. And in each moment, it's just this simple knowing, just this, no need to hold on to or or do anything with any of these ephemeral experiences, Just, just the simple recognition of however it is. we begin to recognize the endless mind worlds, these constructions of the sense of self and the world that are constantly arising moment after moment, that we tend to inhabit without actually recognizing that there is something being constructed in the mind and it's being believed being taken to be the truth of the world, taken to be reality. And we begin to recognize this level of activity of the mind as simply another object. We don't need to strain to see anything in particular. Just the simplicity of recognizing however it is. It can be bright and clear and blissful. It can be foggy and dense and unpleasant. No problem. All okay. These are all just objects. In this practice, it's not about having the right objects, but it's actually about cultivating a wise relationship to all of the experiences, all of the objects that arise in our experience in our lives. This cultivates a kind of freedom and inner resource that doesn't depend on it being any particular way. The mind is just doing what it's been conditioned to do. So when we're observing struggle in our meditation, observing reactivity, this is just the the residue of past patterns of the mind playing out. This is just the way that the mind has been shaped. There's no need to try to stop this or control it or to change it. Oftentimes the mind is picking up the idea of the practice as something that it needs to do, coming from a a sense of trying to control, trying to manufacture awareness. This is also just another object, not a problem. Of course our minds are going to do this. Our minds are so deeply practiced at trying to make things happen, at trying to control. And this is just included. Recognize this, just this natural activity of the mind. And when we are seeing it as it is, we are cultivating a freer relationship with, with this experience, with these patterns. So we can just settle back, and receive the show unfolding all on its own. We can even just watch how the mind is trying to meditate, whether it's peaceful or struggling trying to control, identifying with experience, or maybe it's simply at ease. The more we become familiar with all of these patterns and start to recognize their impact, our, our system, our, our minds naturally move in the direction of greater well-being. With all included. Being with difficulty is the path, is an, an essential and integral part of the path. It's good news to see. Because when we're meeting struggle or difficulty with awareness, with interest. We are unraveling the identification with it, and we are denourishing it by recognizing that it's just a, an impersonal conditioned process and that it, it causes stress. This, in time, gives rise to its natural release, natural freeing, when the mind is particularly caught with trying to do the practice in kind of a tense or over-efforting way, you can play with, rather than trying to, to be aware, just remembering that experience is happening. Just this kind of effortless accompanying this process of experience that's playing out. When we remember the present moment, when we remember that experience is happening, we may find that awareness is is just there. Awareness is just there doing its job, which is just to recognize what's happening. So we can just remember that experience is happening and then simply settle back, soften, relax. The meditating mind can be so relaxed that it feels like a deep inward resting while lightly and naturally knowing experience it's simply unfolding on its own and sometimes we can just check oh, how how is the mind Meditating. Does the mind think that it needs to be in control? That trying to make something happen? That it needs to work hard to manage or do the practice? This is just another object to be included Can just include the relationship to experience. That's something that is just naturally arising. Just the mind doing what it has been shaped or conditioned to do. No problem. the deepening of the skillfulness of the practice is less in the terrain of focus and hard effort and staying right with experience and more in the terrain of sensitivity, subtlety, attunement, being able to enjoy and immerse oneself in awareness of experience. One, one teacher likened this to watching a sunset. We don't, when, we, when we're watching a sunset, rarely are we goading ourselves. Watch, 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 watch. Make sure you're seeing it all. But we're just naturally drawn to it. Just resting back, receiving. Maybe there can be a quality of this resting back and receiving. Maybe even enjoying. On some, on some level, the knowing of experience just happening all on its own. Greed, aversion, and delusion these three roots of our suffering, of our stress. These movements in the mind are continually trying to find somewhere to land, somewhere to rest, somewhere to build a home in this ephemeral and changing uh, sea of conditions of our of our sense experience. We're seeking some pleasant conditions that will be stable, where we can finally land somewhere we can lean on, where we can rest. This endless seeking, this endless searching. It's endless because of course there are no conditions that are that stable that are ultimately within our control. So where can we actually rest? Buddha discovered that there is a deeply peaceful resting that is possible in this very life. It's rooted in our relationship to experience, our relationship to the world, characterized by understanding, rather than having the conditions of our experience or the conditions of the world be a particular way. This resting is the, the freedom of, of non-clinging. This this practice, this simple knowing is cultivating this relationship to experience of non-clinging. For the Buddha, for an awakened mind, there is this knowing of all conditions that are arising in experience, and yet not uh, identifying with them, not grasping at them, not trying to cling to them or make them be anything other than just what they are. This is illustrated by one of one of the discourses, one of the suttas, um, the words of the Buddha. It's called uh, the Wonderful and the Marvelous. There's a story where there's a group of monastics, uh, disciples of the Buddha. They're all sitting around and talking and relaying these miracles, these wonderful and miraculous qualities of the Buddha, all of these many fantastical kinds of stories about the Buddha and his powers and The Buddha walked by and saw that they were talking, and he later asked one of the one of the the monks that was there. Ananda, he said, Ananda, what were you discussing? And Ananda relayed all of the the things they were recounting, the wonderful and marvelous qualities of the Buddha. The Buddha simply responded by saying, you should remember me as one for whom when feelings arose feelings were known simply as they are and remember that for 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 me thoughts are known as they arise as they persist and as they pass away and that for me feelings are known simply as they are, as they arise, persist, and pass away. Emphasizing the knowing. The knowing and this, this quality of knowing that's characterized by, by non-clinging. Just knowing things simply as they are. Thank you all for your practice and attention. We have a a few minutes if there are any questions or comments or reflections that any of you might have. Yeah, yeah. A message uh, non-doing. Right. <laughs> no doer. Non-doing. Yeah, I'll, um, just close with a, another sutta here. This one is called, um, Saka's Question. Um, I'll, I won't read the whole thing just for the sake of time, but, uh, Saka approaches the Buddha and asks, why are some beings, um, able to attain a complete extinguishment or nibbana in this life, and why are why are others not? The Buddha replied. There are forms cognizable by the eye that are desirable, lovely, agreeable, pleasing, sensually enticing and tantalizing. If a practitioner seeks delight in them welcomes them and remains holding to them, Then their consciousness becomes dependent upon them and clings to them. And one with clinging cannot attain peace. And so on and so on for the rest of the senses going through the ear, all rest of the physical senses to the to the mind and uh and then on the other hand says there are forms cognizable by the eye that are desirable lovely agreeable pleasing sensually enticing and tantalizing if one does not seek delight in them does not welcome them, does not remain holding to them. Their consciousness does not become dependent upon them or cling to them. And one without clinging attains nibbana, attains release. Thank you very much for your practice. And may the the goodness of our practice ripple out and be of benefit to all beings everywhere. May all beings be free.